Managing your law practice can be challenging. Marketing, time management, attracting clients, and all the things besides the cases that you need to do that aren't billable. Welcome to this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. This is where you'll get the information you need from expert guests and host attorney Rodney Dowell here on the Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast, helping attorneys improve their practice. We're glad you could listen today on the Legal Talk Network. I'm Rodney Dow, Director of the Massachusetts Law Office Management Program, offering free consultations to Massachusetts attorneys to improve their business practices. For more information on LOMAP services, visit our website at www.masslomap.org. I'd also like to take a moment uh, to thank our sponsors, EnterYourHours.com, an online legal billing software solution, Firm Manager by LexisNexis, a cloud-based case management solution, and SunTrust, offering private wealth management solutions at SunTrust.com backslash law. So as we all know, today's attorneys can practice from anywhere with dramatic improvements in technology, in particular, Over the last three or four years, we've seen a wave of smartphones, Blackberries, iPhones, Android phones, and tablets that have amazing capabilities. Blackberries have always been the big law uh, phone because of their uh, perception of security, and the iPhones are the hot tech geek phone. But every day, Android's market share is growing and growing, now holds almost 50% of the smartphone market. Uh, To help explain what an Android smartphone is and how it can make practicing attorneys more productive, I've invited my friend and guest, Courtney Kennedy, here today. Courtney is the director of the Practice Management Assistance Program at the South Carolina Bar, where she works with attorneys on practice management issues, blogs at South Carolina Small Firm, and she often presents on law practice matters, including recently at the ABA Tech Show. Courtney, thanks for joining us today. I'm really excited to speak with you about your Android platform. Hi, Rodney. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Well, listen, just to start this off, can you explain to our audience a little bit about what a smartphone is and specifically what an Android smartphone is? Okay. Well, in general, smartphones are just mobile phones that offer advanced capabilities like internet browsing and even have some PC-like functionality. And as you said, iPhones, Blackberries, and Droids are all smartphones. Some of the main functions are calendaring, email, and internet. So for lawyers, being able to access your work and email calendars on the go uh, from your phone has been a really major convenience. And as for what Android is, it's actually an operating system that Google owns. A lot of people don't realize that um, Google developed Android, and they're still actively developing it, but they make it available free to hardware manufacturers and the phone carriers. So it's what is known as open-source software. And since it's open-source, it means that the different manufacturers, the phone makers, are able to tweak it to fit their needs. They can add features, they can take away some, and you'll see a, a... great bit of difference between the different models and brands of telephones. And some of the phones that are, some of the companies that are making phones right now are uh, HTC, Motorola, Samsung, LG. That's just a few of them. So which phone you get depends on which your wireless carrier has in stock and which they have um, agreements with. So depending on the manufacturer, there can be some really big differences in the features on Android phones. 
but the the unifying thing to remember throughout is that they're uh, all Android operating system, even if they have a different um, version of the operating system, and that kind of makes them a Google phone because they're optimized for Google services. Well, that's 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 really interesting, especially the part about the uh, Google backing and the optimization for Google, which I know is important for a lot of attorneys. But here's the the million dollar question: Since uh, you're our Android expert, what kind of phone are you using? Well, uh, as of last weekend, I now own a new HTC Droid Incredible Two. Uh, before that, I actually got the HTC Droid Incredible uh, the day it came out. I was so excited about it; it got phenomenal reviews. And I've been really pleased with the phone overall and um, probably would still have it. It's still within my two years. But the uh, the microphone, the audio quality started to falter, and people told me I was, sounded like I was in a tunnel. I haven't really been able to explain if that was a um, failure on the phone equipment that happened or if it was abuse on my part. Um, there, there was a salad dressing incident that I have um, <laughs> owned up to, so... I'm I'm not going to blame it on the telephone. So when I uh, went into the store, I was looking around and uh, I had the option, obviously, of picking anything that I wanted. I looked at the Thunderbolt. I thought about getting that for a um, a while when the reviews came out originally before the phone was actually released. The Thunderbolt just seemed like the most perfect phone you could possibly imagine for Android. Uh, since that time, if you go online, you'll find a, a lot more criticisms of the phone including the um, battery life being a major issue and uh, a lot of forced um, rebooting, I guess you could say. So I was a little hesitant about getting the Thunderbolt, and when I actually held it in my hand, I found that it felt a little bit more like a a small tablet, um, which is appealing to some people, and um, not as much like a phone to me. And I took a look at the um, Incredible 2 online to check out the reviews, and decided, since I like the first Incredible so much, and the Incredible 2 just seemed to be an improvement on it, that I would go ahead and get the Incredible 2. And it's only been about 36 hours, but so far I'm, I'm very happy with it. It's, um, it. It does improve in small ways, small measures on the original Incredible in the screen size and a few other things that um, have made it a, a good one so far for me, at least. Obviously... Everything when it comes to picking a phone depends on your carrier and um, what they have available and also your personal taste. Yeah, I I think that I agree with that. And it seems to me like, um, I mean, one of the things that we see with iPhones and, you know, all the ads for iPhones and back of magazines covers is that they have apps. So do do the Androids have apps and or widgets? And what are apps and widgets, if you don't mind telling us? Okay. Um Going to your second question, I guess, what is an app or a widget? An app is just a small software program or an application. So you can think of app as being short for application. And a widget is a type of an app. It's one that um, I'm going to just boil this down to its most basic. And being a lawyer and not a, a computer technologist, that's usually what I have to do when it comes to these things. But boiling a widget down to its most basic it's an app that's running all the time so that it's easily accessible. It's not something you have to initiate. So an easy example of a widget might be the clock that you have on your smartphone home screen, or maybe you have a weather app that's constantly updating, and, and that would be a widget. So okay. um, th- those are some examples. But uh, 
Android phones, yes, they most definitely do have apps, not as many as iPhone, but, you know, iPhone got a, a head start. iPhone has, a, um, I checked this online, about 425,000 apps right now, and Android has only about 200,000. Wow, but 200,000 is still pretty impressive. Yeah, 200,000, uh, when you look through those and you figure out which ones are actually going to be useful for attorneys, uh, in, in both cases, I think that there are ample ample number of apps. That's hard to say. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's still morning, too, and a Monday on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tell me what tell me what your favorite thing uh, that you've, your favorite things about the Androids, the two Androids that you've had so far. Well, um, the first thing I think I liked about the Androids that was, was that it wasn't my old Windows mobile phone, because that <laughs> was, that was really insufferable. And I was interested in getting the iPhone at first, like a lot of people, but based on other users' experiences with the AT&T network, I decided to stick with Verizon and, and wait and see what they would have to offer. And since they didn't get the iPhone until this year, and I was ready for something long before that, I looked into droids. And I've really been very happy with them overall, so... I did have the opportunity this last weekend. If I wanted to, I could have gotten the iPhone 4. I took a look at it. It actually, um, when I held it up side by side with my original Incredible, it it seemed to have the same screen size and just the same overall dimensions as my original Incredible. So since I wanted something a little bit larger and I like Android, I, um, I passed it up, even though they do have it now. But I've always liked the speed of the Androids. I've, I've never had a problem with that, I'm just using 3G. So whether you're surfing the Internet or checking emails, it's always been really good for me. And um, I, I've never had problems with it, you know, forcing me to reboot or shut down suddenly. I also like the, the customization that you can have with Joy, which I, I, I'm not an expert, obviously, on iPhones, but I understand that a greater level of customization is possible with the Droid than with the iPhone. So being able to do that, um, move things around the way I like them, I like that. And it it makes it more fun, I think, to have a phone where it's flexible, if you like flexibility. Right, The only right. thing I wish is that the, uh, the manufacturers and the cell providers that um, are putting out these telephones would quit putting so much bloatware, these unwanted apps and ads on their phone because, um, I think that my most recent one that I just got must have had at least 20 things on it that I don't want that are not um, that you cannot uninstall. But th- those are some of the things I like about it. Yeah. Well, and as a law practice advisor, you and I both um, see this issue a lot is security issues of computers and smartphones. And I'm personally always a little worried about losing my phone. Did you find that the Android uh, phones have uh, have adequate security for uh, use by an attorney? Oh, well, that's a really big topic. Um, Yeah. The when you get an Android phone, it is. it's going to come wide open. It's not going to have any of the security features uh, that I can see enabled when you first get it. So it's up to the user to be responsible and to enable those features. One of the biggest issues with Android right now, and I think it's getting a lot of press, is malware. There are a lot of malicious programs that uh, Android users can unknowingly download. So that's um, one thing I do to secure my Android is to run two different antivirus programs on it. Uh, One is made by AVG 
and that's a, a software company that has been around in the antivirus business for a long time for personal computers. And the other is a product called Lookout, which is a mobile product. They both have free versions, and I urge people to at least get the free versions, but the paid versions offer a whole lot more. And uh, those are just a couple of the programs that are available on you know, McAfee, and a lot of the other companies also have mobile protection as well. So um, one of the features that Lookout has that I, I like, and it's again, that's just one brand. I'm not trying to single them out as the, the best or anything, but it's the, it happens to be one I've tried, is a remote wipe. So if your phone is lost or stolen, you can actually take the, I call it the Chernobyl route. You can wipe <laughs> everything off it remotely. Uh-huh. And it also has a remote lock. But um, but first and foremost, what everybody should do is when you get your new phone, you should go and enable the uh, security that comes with the phone, like the passcode. And you can do all that in the settings. Well, those, those are really great tips. I mean, I, I like particularly the fact, you know, people have to be responsible for their own. They need to go in immediately and start setting those securities. And the, the great um, apps that you talked about, uh, the antivirus apps are great. Are there any four or five other tools that you would particularly suggest for attorneys uh, on their Android phone? Well, you know, everybody is, is different. I, I mean, I have a few that are my favorite. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to talk a little bit about where you can get some more information and learn more about your Android. Right. So um, I think a lot of lawyers are using their, their phones, their smartphones, for doing things like checking their calendar, um, you know, having it sync with their work calendar, being able to um, check their email from anywhere, and uh, it, sending text messages these days. The apps are um, an important part, but maybe a smaller part at this point. One of the apps that comes with um, at least all the Droid phones I've had, and uh, I believe it is a Google feature, so it's universal, is the microphone. So you look on your your home screen on your, your Droid phone if you have one for the Google Quick Search box. And I think I saw it there for a long time before I tried it or realized what it was. You actually can type in it or speak a question by um, pressing the microphone button, and it will search Google. Or you can have it search your phone and the contacts. So having this sophisticated voice input technology can turn your Android phone into a a hands-free experience. I don't know if that's one that um, you've heard of. Yeah, that's great. That's Uh, that's a... uh Yeah, there are a lot of things that actually come on the Androids besides Bloatware that are helpful. And I always encourage lawyers to just take a look. Go in and look at what everything is. And if you're not sure, look at it online. Google it online and find out more about it. You can also, if you're looking for apps, when you go to the Android Market, which is the official Android store, then you can read descriptions and reviews of different apps. And it's important to do that so that you, uh, before you download something, you can uh, kind of pre-screen as it were. Also, um, if you've loaded out uh, up Lookout on your computer or AVG or one of those antivirus programs, when you do download a new app, it will scan them to make sure that they're clean and and not carrying some kind of malware. Um, besides the microphone, though, um, Dropbox is an, uh, an app that you can install, but it's also a cloud service that syncs your folder of files that you might have on your computer at work 
with um, the cloud, and then you can access the folder from anywhere else, including from your Android phone. So um, installing the Dropbox app and having a Dropbox um, account, I think, is a good thing that lawyers can use. Another thing is LogMeIn Ignition. And LogMeIn will let you connect and control your computer from another computer when you're away. So let's say you want to get into your office computer. You can actually use your Android device and log me in Ignition for uh, $29.95, available from the Android market, and get onto your work PC. So um, that's very helpful if you realize suddenly that you've uh, forgotten something at work and it's on your hard drive. That's a way to access it from your phone. Um, as far as drafting documents and so on, I don't really recommend trying to draft a document on a smartphone. It's a little hard to use those tiny little keyboards, you know, Right. But if you absolutely needed to look at a Word document or um, maybe an Access or Excel spreadsheet or a PowerPoint and make an edit or two, you can get um, a number of different products. One that comes with a lot of the phones is called Quick Office, and Documents to Go is very, very popular. You can get the paid version of that and actually make edits on documents. So those are those are a few of my my favorite ones. Well, those are really powerful tools, it sounds to me, for the, uh, especially for the attorney who wants remote access and to be able to do a little, at least a little bit of work on the, on the road. It's possible. You know, yeah. you can um, at least have someone send you something and be able to open it and view it. And that's a, a huge improvement over just using your know, old flip phone. Exactly. Well, listen, it's time for a quick break and a word from our sponsor, interyourhours.com firm manager by LexisNexis and SunTrust when we return more with Courtney Kennedy. EnterYourHours.com is the online legal billing software solution that's taken the legal community by storm. EnterYourHours.com has all the advanced features you expect from your legal billing system. But for those of you who just want a simple way to bill, EnterYourHours.com has you covered, too. The software is ready to go with easy-to-follow online help, and the default settings will have you sending professional invoices in minutes. Try EnterYourHours.com's fully functional free trial. There's no credit card required and absolutely no obligation. And don't forget that Legal Talk Network customers receive a 10% lifetime discount by typing Legal Talk in the promotional code field when you sign up. Thanks for tuning into our program today. We want to let you know about something extraordinary happening in the legal industry. Right now, hundreds of independent attorneys just like yourself are working to bring a very special product to market. These attorneys are part of a development program at LexisNexis, and they are working under NDA on a brand new application that will change the way you run your practice. This solution LexisNexis Firm Manager is a web-based, highly secure application operating in SAS 70 Type 2 attested data centers. If you are interested in test driving LexisNexis Firm Manager at no charge or to learn more, visit www.myfirmmanager.com slash LTN. Has the recent economic climate affected the financial goals of your firm? Get back on track with help from SunTrust. Our private wealth management legal specialty group works solely with lawyers and their firms to deliver unique solutions designed for the legal community. 
SunTrust advisors give you sound guidance on everything from maximizing cash flow and wading through benefits planning to understanding how to retain attorneys and staff. Learn more at www.suntrust.com legal. SunTrust. Live solid. Bank solid. SunTrust Bank. Member FDIC. Need to reach lawyers on the go? Try marketing with new media here on Legal Talk Network. We can start the conversation for you. Go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and shoot us an email or call us at 781-551-9960. If you like listening to the Unbillable Hour, you might also like the podcast. New solo on LegalTalkNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Unbillable Hour in the Legal Talk Network. I'm Rodney Dow, joined by Courtney Kennedy, Director of the Practice Management Assistance Program at the South Carolina Bar, blogger and wonderful ABA tech show presenter. So, Courtney, uh, tell me a little bit about what new things are on the horizon for Android users, and what can they look forward to? Well, there are actually a lot of new things that are coming out, and some that I'm eagerly awaiting myself. Um, First, I should mention that, you know, Android is an operating system, and it also works on tablets. So there are a number of tablets, um, some people call them Slate PCs, that run the Android operating system. And this year, the most highly rated one so far has been the Motorola Zoom tablet. But 2011 has been called the year of the Android, and there's new phones arriving every few months. It's, It's astonishing. And no sooner do you get a new one than it's replaced or something better comes down the pike. So it's a very exciting time for Android. The uh, Android operating system uh, is supposed to be upgrading on many, many phones. Currently, the version is 2.2. Um, that's what most phones are running now. And the newest version, 2.3, which was codenamed Gingerbread, actually has been out for a while but has been rolling out extremely slowly by the different phone makers, and it's um, something that I think the the uh, Motorola Droid X is now um, able to download. It. They're pushing it out, I think, a, a bit at a time, but for many of the rest of us, we're still on 2.2 and eagerly awaiting 2.3, which will um, have a number of improvements to the the whole operating system. It's just been really slow, and a lot of it has been starting overseas and getting to America last. So th- those are some of the big things. It's um, a really exciting time. I subscribe to a, a Google uh, a- alert for Androids, and um, it's amazing how much news there is every single day. Now, I've also heard of something called Honeycomb. Is that is that like the uh, Android for uh, tablets, or what is it that? Is. Do you know? It's Android 3.0, and um, although apparently it's possible to run a smartphone on Honeycomb, it originally was designed for tablet use as a tablet operating system. You're, you're so right. And there's a, a new version, I think, coming after Gingerbread for um the phones it might be called ice cream sandwich, if I'm correct. But then <laughs> well, again, I might names. just be hungry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Those are really great names, though. So one of the other questions I have just about, you know, uh, variations in the Android phones and stuff uh, is, uh, you know, some people, like, when they get an iPhone, they hate the uh, touch screen to do their typing uh, but it seems like just from my little uh, browsing of Androids is that you can get phones with basically any type of keyboard. Is that is that right? 
Um, yeah, it is. It's true. You can get phones that have a slide-out um, QWERTY keyboard, as they say, but I can't tell you how many uh, lawyers I've talked to who said that you know because they were used to using a, a BlackBerry in the past and um, liked the keys, liked the field of keys, they felt that they would need to get that for the Droid. And so they purchased something, maybe the original Motorola Droid, which had the slide-out keyboard, and many have told me that they ended up abandoning that and just using the touchscreen. The the touchscreen um, are greatly improved over years past, and the uh, larger screens absolutely makes the keyboards even easier to press, I think, than the tiny little slide-out keyboards. So it, it's, an, it's an option that is available, but it's um, not essential, I think. And does the... Uh... I assume that the Android has their like predictive typing where you can kind of speed things along by it guessing what word you're going to put in next or is that? Oh, absolutely. It has quite a good dictionary and it is trainable and you can go in and edit it and take out words that you mistakenly save. Um, There's also a program called Swipe, S-W-Y-P-E, that um, can be installed, which will let you just run your finger along keys and it will predict what you were trying to write. So you never actually even lift your finger. I um, actually found that when I tried it to be a little bit more confusing than just plain old typing. And, yeah, um, and I get to use two thumbs when I type, and I only get to use <laughs> one when I use swipe. <laughs> so maybe two thumbs are faster than one. I think the, so. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well, listen, one of... Uh, if if our listeners are interested in getting Android and want to do uh, some of the smart shopping that you were talking about doing earlier, you know, going out and looking at reviews and, and finding out more about Androids, are there any good sites where they can find the best Android phone for attorneys or uh, other sites and resources that you would suggest? Uh, absolutely. Loads and loads of different sites. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of wonderful legal bloggers that are out there. Um, ben Shore is a, a good blogger that um, was just writing something about his Android experience. If you Google um, S-C-H-O-R-R, I think that's correct, isn't it, Rodney? Uh, for, that, um, I believe so. For Ben yep. Shore. Uh-huh. And, um, but first and foremost, remember that you you have to use you have to pick a phone that your cell provider is offering so you're going to find out what they have to offer and then start researching based on um, maybe the specs and things that they show you you can check out some of the mainstream sites like PC magazine CNET is one that a lot of lawyers haven't heard of it's C N E T and then there's some droid specific sites like androidcentral.com and androidcommunity.com and of course just good old Google you know, if you're on the verge of buying a smartphone and you, um, let's say you think you've chosen the Thunderbolt and you want to do one last thing, you can go to Google and just search for Thunderbolt problems or Thunderbolt issues and see what turns up with that. Those are all great suggestions. And let me just make one more suggestion is uh, I know that you actually talked, I believe, at ABA Tech Show about Android. Isn't that I did. correct? I... And I think that... Uh, the uh, PowerPoint that you put together for that has been recently released also. So that's a yet another uh, uh, resource that attorneys could go to, I think, and find it, find out more about the Androids. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Rodney. <laughs> You're welcome. I thought that was a wonderful uh, presentation that you did. Thanks. Well, listen, that this wraps up this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. And I really want to thank you, Courtney, for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure and very, very, very informative. Uh, can you just uh, let our listeners know where they can find out a little bit more about you and, you know, uh, your blog and other information for South Carolina attorneys? I'm sure, Rodney, and thank you for having me. They can check scbar.org slash PMAP, or they can go to scsmallfirm.com, or they can follow me on Twitter at scbar underscore PMAP, P-M-A-P. Great. Great. Well, people, the listeners, you should really go and, and follow uh, Courtney. She provides a lot of great information, and especially if you're part of the South Carolina Bar. Uh, she's a wonderful resource for attorneys of South Carolina. And remember, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. Please feel free to continue this discussion on Twitter, where you can find me at, at Rodney Dow. And I hope you will join us again on the next on Bilbo Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Thank you. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast with attorney Rodney Dowell. Join us again for the next edition right here on the Legal Talk Network. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Som. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.